0: On my mommy's dad's computer. the coronavirus is going everywhere around town, I thought that could be a break of the playground. Where's the playground to close? I heard that everything's been closing.
1: It's hard to believe that it was only a month ago. When things were normal. Most of us weren't thinking about the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. And if we were, COVID was not a part of our lives. Sure, some of us heard about cases in China, but for many of us, these seemed like distant rumblings from a faraway place. But in the span of a few weeks, our worlds have been turned inside out. The places where we congregated in public, movie theaters, playgrounds, Places of worship, restaurants, sporting events, gyms, and so much more have all been closed. Schools and universities are closed. Many workplaces have been shuttered. And those of us, with kids, are now trying to manage childcare and homeschooling. If we're lucky, we balance these new responsibilities while working from home. If we're less fortunate, work continues outside the house. or it's been discontinued altogether. And then there's the words, the words that now organize our lives. Words like social distancing, social isolation, and quarantine. And as all this happens, the virus continues to spread. More people are getting sick, and more people are dying everywhere. In my own life, my wife and I are trying to work from home while caring for our eight-year-old Charlotte. You'll be hearing from Charlotte in a later episode. But what I've been struck by is how hard the adjustments have been for all of us. The adjustments to all these new social rules, to these new circumstances. Things that were perfectly normal for Charlotte and for us just a few weeks ago, like going to the playground or seeing friends in person, are now off limits. And our ongoing conversations with her and her many questions have made me wonder how other young people are feeling and how they're coping. In my professional life, I'm a historian who studies, among other things, the history of childhood and youth. I've learned that too often the voices of young people are absent from the historical record. Sure, children and young people are often spoken about and spoken for by adults, but there are far too few records documenting their points of view. It was for all of these reasons that I wanted to create a record and a space for young people to share their stories and their feelings about life in the age of COVID. I'm calling this podcast series, Fern Hill, after the Dylan Thomas poem, which meditates on the preciousness and the fleetingness of childhood innocence. My name's Gillian Frank, and I hope you'll join me as I speak with young people as they share their stories about living through this extraordinary and disturbing time.
2: Hello. Hi. Hi, can you hear me okay? Yeah. All right. And you're okay with doing this interview with me? Mm Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. Why don't you just tell me your first name and how old you are?
0: My name is Katerina, and I'm 11.
2: And what grade are you in?
0: I'm in fifth grade.
2: Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? What are some of your favorite things to do?
0: Well, I um, do fencing. And I play violin.
2: What do you like about fencing?
0: Um I do I like independent sports and um like how long it's been around and there are like a lot of different types of fencing and I think it's really cool.
2: What what kind of fencing do you do?
0: I do foil.
2: (laughs) And because I don't know anything about fencing, can you tell me what that means?
0: So there are three types of fencing. um, Befe, saber, and foil. Um, Foil is sort of the hardest, but saber is like the most popular.
2: And what makes foil the hardest?
0: It has a lot more like technique and a lot of things that you need to know more than saber where you sort of like lash your sword around
2: okay can you tell me a little bit about your home and your family
0: um we live in new york in cobble hill and i have a brother who's in second grade and we come to this house in New Jersey on the weekends.
2: Okay, and and who do you live with?
0: Um, My mom, my dad, and my brother. But in New York, we live with um my grandparents on my dad's side.
2: It's been a bit of a strange time lately, hasn't it? Yeah. What have you heard about the coronavirus?
0: Well, like, it's, there's a lot of it in New York. And it started in China. And, like, it sort of only affects old people. And it's, like, really contagious. But it's, like, you're probably not going to die if you're, like, under 60. And, like, it, people are really scared, though.
2: What do you think making them scared?
0: Well... I don't know why they send. It's probably because it's like new to people and they don't know because it's like a totally different type of thing.
2: What are some things you have to do now because of coronavirus?
0: Well, I take school and fencing online, um, which is fine. But um, our principal cut our school three hours because she thinks we're getting too much screen time. So now I only have three hours of school every day.
2: What's that like?
0: It's sort of horrible because I have nothing to do and I miss all my friends.
2: Are you able to talk to your friends at all?
0: Yeah. Some of my friends don't have... Like resources to technology, so I really miss them.
2: That sounds really hard. Mhm. What do you What are you doing to stay busy during the day?
0: Um, I play video games and like go out for bike rides and stuff. But just like hang around the house.
2: What's changed for your family since this all started?
0: Well, everyone has to work from home, and, like, you can't go out that much to eat because everything's closed, and there's not a lot of groceries left in the stores, so you always have to, like, cook from home, and we really have to look after our grandparents, and um, we need to, like, keep track of a lot of things.
2: Can you tell me a little bit more about homeschooling? How's it different from your real school?
0: Well, we, like, we FaceTime with, um, our whole class and our teacher and stuff. And if we don't have resources to computers, then the school will send us some, which, like, is really good. And, um... We get a lot less homework, and we have a lot more free time, and a lot less exercise, too. I would definitely rather go
2: to school. How are you feeling about all these changes?
0: I definitely don't like it, and, like, a lot of people are overreacting, because, like, There are things like the coronavirus just going around every day and you should always be cautious, but like, since this is so new to people, they're so scared.
2: Are you feeling scared?
0: I'm not really that scared since I know like it's really not that bad. I'm scared for my grandparents and I'm scared that I won't go back
2: to school this year. What are some things that you've been doing to make yourself happy during all these changes?
0: well i like do things that i like doing like i go outside i sometimes play with my brother and i um like watch funny movies or like to get my mind off of stuff
2: are there questions you have about what's happening right now
0: not really since everyone's talking about everything it's all pretty clear
2: what do you wish the grown-ups in your life understood about what's going on with you?
0: Like that my parents work a lot and so I really didn't want them to cut school. I like to end home because there's barely anyone to take care of us most of the time.
2: What's the first thing you want to do when this whole coronavirus thing is over?
0: Go back to school and see all my friends.
2: And what are you going to do when you see your friends?
0: Well... I'm gonna, like, miss them. I'll be, like, so happy to see them. And I might go to sleepaway camp, which is, like, my favorite part of the year. Because you get to spend a couple weeks, like, doing really fun things and activities with, like, all of your friends. And you get to, there's, like, a dance and new games to play. And you watch movies and you hang out with them. It's really fun.
2: That sounds really, really amazing. I really hope that you get to do that this summer. Me too. Have there been any good things to come out of this?
0: Yeah, one of my friends came over to our house last week. But now, like, everything's too scared, scary, scary. Everything was closed, and it all shut down. So now, like, no one wants to do anything, and it's sort of really lonely.
2: That sounds really tough. I hope you get to see them soon. Thanks. Now, I, I understand that I get to speak to Sebastian as well. Okay. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and telling me your story. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. Okay. Bye, Katerina. Bye. Hi. Hi, Sebastian. How are you? Good. OK, do you want to talk to me about what's going on right now? No. No, you don't want to talk to me today? uh yeah. Oh, that's OK. All right, maybe you can put your mom on the phone, then, and I'll say bye to her.
1: Do you try one more time? Yes! <laughs> OK, let's do it one more time.
0: Fern Hill is produced and hosted by Gillian Frank, Sunia so, Lee Ganawi is the senior producer music on this episode comes from blue dot sessions if you enjoyed our show please subscribe to us on apple music or wherever you get your music thanks for listening and be safe
1: awesome that was so good thanks dad you did really great thanks. how are you feeling about that one can we use that take mm-hmm. awesome